Are you bitches conspiring against me? Her paranoia is yeah. rampant. Every time she walks in the room, the first sentence out of her mouth is, are you guys conspiring against me? Are you conspiring against me? Are you conspiring against me? Are you bitches conspiring against me? Are you bitches conspiring against me? Are you bitches conspiring against me? Everyone in. What do you mean? Definitely recording. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is our second installation of the Coastal Elite segment, and we have a fresh new guest, recording artist, and extremely talented performer, Don Crescendo. Thank you. Extremely talented. I'm so humbled to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, no, for real though, like at the Whistler the other weekend, I was there with a few friends and uh like they went because i was like oh like there's this event you should check it out i know the dj uh-huh. and they were like raving about you like to me oh all that's night. so great if anything i love to be the like uh the excuse people are like oh come here i know the dj you know i feel like everyone should have that like one moment to be like oh i know the guy just come through the music was just like super fun oh. and everyone was dancing oh well thank you i love to make people dance so that's like why i do what i do so thank you so much for coming out and shout out to those friends come back to the next one always at the whistler always bopping around chicago you know and bopping around making my own music too little small plug hot right now out on all platforms that's hot right now by don crescendo wherever you get music you know thank you for this extremely last minute recording session (laughs) because I was literally on a plane on Spirit Airlines. Wait, you were flying Spirit? I was flying Spirit. That just adds to the chaos. Yeah, that was a missing layer, but go ahead. And bought the Spirit Wi-Fi, which actually worked really well. Okay. That might have been the most functional thing on my plane, but okay. (laughs) But we got... To Chicago, I woke up in New Orleans having no idea I would end my day at your apartment for the very first time and uh, pulling out the mics from my suitcase, which were tangled in Mardi Gras beads. Yeah, if there was any evidence you were just in New Orleans, it was a whole bunch of cords wrapped in titty beads, basically. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, I had packed this because I thought I was going to record an episode in New Orleans about maybe like voodoo or something of that genre and uh, obviously like was just drinking the entire weekend 
too busy partying and recovering to open my laptop for even a second. (sighs) But anyway, it turned out to be worth it to bring the mics because I was able to come straight from the airport to you to discuss very topical, timely, Mm -hmm. important, spiritual issue, um, the Grammys. The Grammys, near and dear to my heart. As a recording artist with my, uh, you know, aluminum foil hits, I got got to aspire to something someday. Love the Grammys. Yeah, and, and neither of us watched the show. As someone who loves the Grammys, I did not watch the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> that is completely correct. But that's pretty much how people watch it now, is just from their phones with the recap videos. And yeah. The weird conservative, like, conspiracies that spin out from uh, whatever outfit someone wore or whatever political statement was made. There's so much to dig into with that, you know. I think, yeah, I think that we're going to try and pick away at some of that. Hopefully answer the question, why are so many people obsessed with finding Satan in pop culture and looking for satanic symbolism because i feel like the idea behind people that are believing that the illuminati is like a real powerful thing that's crazy i was just thinking about the fact that like i feel like there was a really big like illuminati era like there was a solid like couple years where it was like kanye and lady gaga and like beyonce early youtube and madonna even but like especially like in the earlier youtube days when there were still like gray time bars at the bottom of the screen i remember like when beyonce performed the super bowl and brought like destiny's child like she she threw up like the rock because you know jay-z her husband and like you know that's kind of his brand uh, rock nation and all that but then it's like oh this triangle is a symbolism of like pyramids from like egypt and this illuminati and it looks like the pyramids on the money and that's how they yeah. spread their symbols so i don't it's crazy because like for me you know i i had the unique experience of growing up uh not only within the black baptist church uh and the southern black baptist church at that i'm a preacher's child Oh, it worked. So uh, I definitely grew up around a lot of people who like bought into like, oh, the media is like corrupting the youth. The media is trying to get kids to be like Satan worshipers and trying to think gay is cool and all this stuff. So like, I definitely remember that being like a very strong era. And luckily my mom was never like one of those crazy Christian parents who like believed in all that stuff. Uh, luckily, so shout out to mom. Hey, what's up? Hope you're still preaching out there, spreading the word. But yeah, there was just like a really big period of time where it was like people read into everything as, ooh, this is how we're corrupting America. But I feel like it's an easy target, you know, because it's on TV and it's yeah. accessible. It's a little lazy. Like, and I love a good like media analysis or, you know, being skeptical or paranoid that the mainstream narrative is protecting the elites and causing some other suffering that is swept under the rug. Yeah, but like you said, it is kind of lazy because I feel like it's like they choose the most obvious things. Like, oh, again, like the pyramids on money and like a triangle like hand symbol. And it's like, you know, at least with like ancient aliens, like there's a whole (laughs) lore behind it. You know what I mean? And the Illuminati is just oh, in order to become famous, you make a pact to, like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's been, like, different things I've heard, too, that's, like, Illuminati, like, uh, 
kind of initiation things where it's like either selling your soul or like killing a baby but then there's some that are extreme and especially with like the Epstein stuff. I feel like this is like post Illuminati, but even now with like the Epstein stuff. It's oh my like, god! Yeah. Oh, you have to be involved in like some kind of like super elite like crime ring. Kind yeah. Of deal. Oh like, my god! No, I'm almost nostalgic for when we just like listened to, you know, Beyonce's single ladies backwards and. Oh my god! I forgot about that. That. Like yeah, listening to songs backwards. That was yeah. That was definitely a thing. It's. Yeah, it's crazy because even wasn't there like I think that there's uh the song like Stairway to Heaven, oh, like really? Led Zeppelin. I think that that was the song that kicked off the whole listening to songs in reverse with messages no from Satan. I vaguely remember this because again, Illuminati era, early YouTube, grew up in it. I remembered seeing a video where like they played that song backwards and it was something like Satan's gonna give you a six, six six yeah like but they like. I want to. I want to say that this is such a real thing. I'm like actually googling this now. I'm feeling no, fairly do. certain. The fact that you're a music nerd and a preacher's kid and my first Southern guest on the pod. Hey, y'all. <laughs> is perfect. And uh, on that note, going further back, Robert Johnson was the urban legend, I guess, is he sold his soul to the devil in Mississippi. And I think oh. it was Rosedale, Mississippi. For Was he like a blues musician or something? Yeah, a blues musician okay. that, you know, that was the way that he was able to play the guitar as well as he did oh. um, was because he sold his soul to the devil. So, I mean, I guess from the beginning, or at least in that example, like looked at it as a way to explain how could this person be so talented without yeah. some sort of like cheat, like without some sort of mm, trickery. Yeah, every wave of music that has been popular. So like, you know, you're talking about like Mississippi and like blues, like blues at one point was kind of like the... It was the bad genre, you know, like jazz even at one point was like the bad thing, but that was more so because it was associated with like black. Oh my people. god, yeah. And then uh, blues, when it came about, it was like it's always talking about sex and being sad or like yeah. so being heartbroken. So it was like devil music, rock and, and roll. Yeah, rock and roll because like got like you like you're deep. Like I'm South Carolina, I'm coastal, you know, right. but like deep south, like Mississippi, Louisiana, like it was like blues was like the antithesis to gospel. So I feel like a lot of that, like, you sold your soul to the devil was to be talented at, like, playing blues. But then same thing with rock and roll. And then it became, you know, Elvis taking moves from black people and him moving his hips two inches yeah. was being sexually suggestive. And then I was going to bring that up, too, because in the movie, like, Elvis, they have, there's a lot of... Jarring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, a, and a lot of, like, you know, viscerally negative reactions to that from, like, the Puritan... Yeah, because you weren't supposed value. to like move your hips at all. Yeah, <laughs> and then we have parental advisory stickers because uh, there was a list called the Filthy Fifteen, and it was fifteen songs that some conservative woman wanted to use as an example for putting parental advisory stickers on albums. And one was Darling Nikki from Purple Rain. One was She Bop by Cyndi Lauper because it was about masturbating. 
And then there was some metal band. I can't tell you which one. Yeah. But their song was about the occult. And like she had it on there as like, we need to warn people that when they buy albums, this kind of content is on it. So I feel like there's always like some kind of panic that like... Right. There's something creeping in. Because even like in the church, I feel like there's always this like, don't listen to like the what the world is saying because like there's subliminal messages that are going to corrupt your mind. I hear that, yeah. yeah. Well, and I think at some point, you, at the well, at the beginning, these are just people expressing themselves that didn't, you know, filter it through gospel or through religion and just yeah. wanted to make music. And at some point, though, these performers are actually, like, trolling the general public when oh, yeah. they, like, intentionally do like symbolism that they know. Actually, no, I have a, I have a screenshot. I'm going to pull it up. This is like a fresh tweet from Doja Cat. So she said, this Illuminati shit is so funny to me. I'm going to keep doing deliberate weird ass shit just to make those people uncomfortable. I for real found a new outlet of joy. I don't think she's the first one to have that train of thought. I think that's probably like since maybe as far back as Madonna, there's been that little tongue in cheek using your haters elaborate like, yeah. ideas as inspiration for your own yeah like fueling in, fueling the fire totally and like even like with doja cat it's like i guess that like what people need the illuminati to explain why she was covered in like red and like like ten thousand crystals recently probably you know like it, it's just it's like another one of those things of like oh i don't understand it and i don't get it yeah. even to your point about madonna what was so interesting about her is like she was very, uh, she was the Lady Gaga of her time, and not to make the comparison, but she yeah. was like, I'm Italian, I'm Catholic, I, da, 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 da. you know, she was the OG one of that. So yeah. she was always, I mean, Like a Prayer is literally a song about giving head disguised as a gospel song, you know? Yeah. Like, and it, she thinks it's funny, like, and it is yeah. funny. <laughs> it is funny. It is also a very well written song that could work yeah. either way. So, yeah, I, I guess some, somewhere along the line, it really did become about humor like in a way and it's yeah. just the absurdity of the r- religious reactions just i don't know it's so, very interesting yeah. i i want to find little elements of truth to like the demonicness of art or sex because there's something like i don't think satanic is the word i would use but a bad acid trip when you just feel like everything is very like sinister i mean i definitely would argue that part of how a lot of religion in america works at least um is based off of like the fear of what you don't know yeah and like that fear of oh if you don't trust in like the bible and like what god says then you'll be listening to anything and that's definitely something that like i remembered growing up hearing a lot oh if you're not rooted in the word uh, then you're going to be taken over by the world. It's basically like the idea that if you like try to understand what's out there, then you're going to get wrapped up in it and then yeah. like accept it. You right. know? And then I guess that's how we get these like conservative points. And even like with the Grammys, as we were just talking about, there yeah. was that whole uh, Sam Smith performance wearing red and like him and Kim Petras or them and Kim Petras were like, uh, dancing and people were like oh this looks satanic and it's just like oh totally i mean i think with sam smith and kim they're almost ahead of the criticism by like, making fun of the satan yeah thing. you might as well lean into it which also like 
Would you have ever thought, like, 10 years ago, Sam Smith would have been this controversial? No, he like, was so, like, palatable. So, so, like, just the, the shy little oh person. Heartbroken singing about Stay With Me. Right, and is now wearing harnesses and heels. And yeah. is, like, talking about somebody's dad getting railed at, like, what, a, car, <laughs> a car wash? What is the song about? Whatever, yeah, whatever a body shop is, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess WeHo. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, when you were talking about religion, you were mentioning like leaning on your own knowledge instead of following the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like trying to figure things out on your own. Sort of, I guess the idea to connect back to Satan is, well, Satan was like a fallen angel that thought he knew better than God. Yeah. That thought he, that he could be like comparable to God, even though yeah. God created Satan. But it was like the most beautiful angel too. Lucifer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the pride of it all. Or maybe the humil like the humility of I don't know, would you call it like humility to well, not trust oh, your like, own judgment? Well, see, that's the thing too. I was actually gonna say one Bible verse that I remembered growing up hearing a lot is like lean not on your own understanding. Yeah. Like basically like don't trust yourself to know better yeah. than God or know better than like Right. Right. Like, don't think that because you understand something that you fully comprehend everything yeah. that comes with it. It's like, even if you, like, comprehend everything about X, Y, and Z subject, it's, it's this fear that there's always something else behind it that you have to be weary of. So, oh, if you'll pay attention to, like, this performance and think that there's nothing wrong with that, then obviously you could be lured into, like, accepting more and more vile things. Yeah, like the... The edge just keeps getting pushed further and further. Yeah, it's like you become like the frog in the boiling pot. Like you just kind of yeah. like keep like getting in hotter and hotter water, not realizing that you're like boiling. So it's kind of like, no, stay to what you know, the right. Bible. Right. I, I don't know. I kind of do be leaning on my own understanding sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, the world's crazy out here. Because uh, who be understanding out here not, anytime? Not preachers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> oh, sorry. My no, bad. No, 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 you're good. You're good. No, I mean, I grew up like queer in the South. Uh, yeah. like, it, it wasn't like, you know, the be- it wasn't a crystal stare as they used to say. Yeah. But at the same time, my mom was just never like one of those like hover parents. Like she was very big on like uh, the age of understanding. So basically like once you're a certain age or once you know the, the difference between right and wrong, like your sins are your sins. Like I prayed for you. I raised you up. If you go to hell, it's because you weren't doing the right thing. And like, I kind of appreciate that because at least there's this like, as a parent, I did what I was responsible for. And like, now you kind of are old enough to make the choices and mm-hmm. being Baptist is about making the choice of whether or not you want to be a Christian. Whereas like everyone else is like baptized into um, mm-hmm. Christianity. So I at least respect like that, you know, that like adherence to like, it is your like active choice. But uh, a lot of other people who, even if they weren't like preacher's kids, I remembered having like one person who I grew up with, their parents didn't even let them watch like the Ellen DeGeneres show, like the talk show, because Ellen was like gay or like like, that thing of like, oh, if you watch something like that, you'll be okay with stuff like that. So you know what? I want to like re-answer your question from earlier. The first time that in my childhood I saw someone say something was, you know, satanic was, it was Harry Potter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's, I forgot about that. I had cousins that, you know, could not watch Harry Potter and 
they were preacher's kids now that I think about it. You know, it's funny. My mom actually, I read a lot of books because, yeah. you know, again, lonely and queer in the South. Hi, what's up? <laughs> uh, and like, I remember reading the first couple and then my mom also did the same thing like she was very into me like reading and being like a studious child but then it was like harry potter became a problem Interesting. so then also the books got too long so i was kind of fine with not reading okay so, like, it was fine i didn't i didn't really miss a hole in the childhood i finished the movies you know harry potter is what it is now um i do I, actually something else too that now that i think about it i knew people who like couldn't watch like silly stuff like that's so raven because she was psychic Oh my god, that's kind of funny. <laughs> no, but that, that's the thing. Like, again, my mom was like the kind of parent where she was like, oh, it's Disney Channel, that's harmless. But there were some people I knew were like, oh, being psychic? No, you couldn't, we couldn't even do that. Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, it's dark sided. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, she's not a Christian! She's not a Christian! <laughs> Beyonce gets all of the, like, shit thrown at her for being a Satan worshiper or whatever they say, but... Well, hey, she's the most talented person in the room. That's, I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe it really is just, like, not believing that someone could be that talented without trickery. Sometimes I, I want to defend the crazies because... There might, there might be some instinct in there to hate the rich or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. to hate the powerful, to, but I, it's sometimes really hard to decipher some real logic behind the crazy shit that comes yeah. out of, of people's mouths. I think part of it too is like, it's kind of like that theory of like, if you like see one car, you start seeing it all the time. Yeah. It's kind of like you start picking out what your brain is trained to pick. It's like how things become like self-fulfilling prophecies. You know, you see like one white car and then all of a sudden all you can notice are the white cars on the road. It's cause like your brain is primed to like yeah. see that and react to that. So I wonder sometimes too, if it's just people being primed to hear those kinds of things. That makes a lot of sense. And and you know what? I was going to bring this up too because you know how people say the devil's number is like 666? Yeah. People, as long as dice, like rolling dice have existed, have, you know, thought of seven as a lucky number. Yeah. And people think of seven as a lucky number outside of dice now. But the origin of that being thought of as, as a lucky number is, okay, if you have two die and roll snake eyes... That's one of the rarest outcomes, yeah. that two. So, and then 12 being equally as rare because there's only one combination that will add up to two or 12. That's one, one, and then six, six. And then for seven, there's, I think, four different because you have one and six, you have two and five, and you have three and four. So that's the like, probability of rolling a seven is, the, is higher than any other number between like two and 12 when you roll yeah. a die just mathematically so you know i think a lot of people probably didn't think about the math and were just like no. oh I, like i could keep getting seven this is just my lucky number and i've never thought about that it's a hundred percent just like because it's statistically the most likely 
to be rolled when you roll two dice is going to be seven. It's crazy. So then seven is lucky or whoever wants to claim that little bit of magic for themselves, whether it's a witch or a preacher or a prophet, they're going to say, oh, this is like holy or this is, is associated with godliness or luck. And then six is one down from God, which is why it's Satan, because it's like bumped down one below God. Oh, I've I've actually never heard that perspective. It makes a lot of sense to me. I actually like now thinking about it, I've never thought about it as like six is like the devil's number because it's under seven. Because again, this is coming from like preacher's kid understanding. It's like it took God seven days to make the universe. The seventh oh, yeah. day he rested. That's why, you know, the last day is the Sabbath. True. Um, so it's like the number of completion and this the number of everything being like finished. Yeah. Like I think in Revelations, fire and brimstone, final ending, left behind chapter of the Bible. I think there was a mention of like 666. I don't know exactly how it comes up. Yeah. But like they were saying like that would be like the market of beast. Harry Styles won album of the year. Uh, Controversially. I did not see coming. I guess I was bracing myself for either Beyonce to lose to Bad Bunny Mm -hmm. or for Beyonce to win. Um, At first, for me, that was like, those were the two top runners and I would have been happy with either. Same, honestly. I loved Bad Bunny's album and Renaissance was such a moment and I don't know... Harry Styles, I only know that one song from the album. You know, the thing about it too is like Harry's music is catchy. I will give it that. Uh, we've we've heard them on the album, but we're about to hear them in reverse. Right. So I'm going to uh, airplay this. Okay. After this. God, everything is advertising now. This is crazy. Yeah, we can't escape. That's demonic. Honestly and truly, I remember when the internet was free. So we're currently listening to As It Was in Reverse. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's kind of a little bit more of a bop. Yeah, yeah. I did feel like I heard like something say unholy, but again, I think my brain has been primed to like hear that word. Maybe, maybe this one is not, uh, not satanic. Maybe, I think, no. I think I have to It's give just it... a bop in reverse, you know? Yeah, I'm gonna give this one. Yeah, zero devil horns up. Yeah, we're feeling safe, we're feeling comfortable. <laughs> Presbyterian, if anything. You know, you, know. This, you know what? This is giving like Hillsong cool. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little too safe. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm gonna do this other one. And what's the title of this one? Boyfriends. Okay. So, you know, sounds a little gay. <laughs> and we like that. <laughs>
This one's definitely a little bit eerier. I hear Louie. Louie? Okay. Is that, like, the devil's cousin? Like, is there a way we can tie this into, like, hellishness? I think, I think we might be onto something. Let's see. Or it could just be a nickname for Lucifer. Ooh, Louie. Louie. Maybe this is, like, code name. And, well, actually, there was a member of One Direction also named. Oh! We're on to something. So, okay, let's see. Let's okay, see. we're on to something. Let's see what else he's got. back at it again yeah it, wait does this song like play backwards in the original oh in the original it does say you're back at it again in reverse well that explains why it, it suddenly made sense at the end and it said enoch enoch is um something in, from the bible but i'm gonna, i'm not sure if i actually heard that or not according to wikipedia Enoch is a biblical figure and patri patriarch prior to Noah's flood, the son of Jared and father of Methuselah. Oh, okay. Is en I think Enoch is the person who he's never technically died. Oh, okay. I'm seeing a lot of stuff about he's either the first person to enter heaven alive or he's just never died. I don't I feel like I vaguely remember there being a story about how yeah, by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had translated him. I love that the Bible will like say the same sentence backwards and like treat it like it's a whole new thing. <laughs> like like Yoda. Yeah, exactly. So the song is called Boyfriends and Louie is a member of One Direction. Okay. Do you think that there's some message about his relationship with his former band member? Or is he mm. saying that Louis is Satan? Is he telling us that Louis is actually okay, all right. the one that we should be looking out for? Maybe, oh, I like that one. Watch out for this other person who I was with or this other person who I got close to. Yeah. Like, maybe there's like a secret message in that. Yeah, I don't, oof. Okay. That's then, actually kind of good. And then maybe... Maybe Louis the one making him wear all of these sequin outfits, and his, he's been possessed. You know what? Honestly, if like your like deal with the Illuminati is to wear bad sequins outfits, I think you got the easier end of the stick. <laughs> I think yeah. there's a lot worse things I've heard coming out of that conspiracy junkie. Yeah, what's a little dignity to sacrifice compared to you know like your soul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, your soul eating a baby. Like, if you told me to wear like a bad fucking like what latex suit i'd do it like that's fine same i think i would so harry styles possibly tampering in some dark-sided things but at the end of the day his album of the year win might be better attributed to i don't know palatability i don't know yeah i think like the, the, the edgiest thing about him is like having tattoos i guess yeah that's a good take. It's just, yeah, the music was very ubiquitous because it was very like easy to play. And yeah. I think that goes a long way with these awards as radio. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And definitely like being radio friendly and also being, being something that like older 
music heads would like understand so like all the dudes who are like uh old school rock and roll like you know like the the people who think that having a guitar on the song makes it 10 times better yeah <laughs> like or it's like that's what real music is like if you can appeal to those people i'm sure you're locking in a grammy win but is harry out here you know sporting demons nah i don't believe it yeah i think he's just being controlled by louis being controlled by Louis. Yeah, he's, Louis is, like, behind the scenes pulling the strings. I don't know. I mean, that, that seems like a lot of work to be, like, you know, probably, like, what, the fourth most relevant member of, like, <laughs> that band? <laughs> yeah, it's not really paying off. He needs to go back to Satan class. Sat- <laughs> Satan class. You know who <laughs> I think actually could have gone through Satan class? I feel like Billie Eilish would be somebody oh, yeah. where people also would be, like, She's kind of demonic because I think she also had that album where like she was on the cover and it was like supposed to look like there was a monster under her bed or like she was kind of a monster. Oh yeah, on the bed. This was like around the time Bad Guy came out, so like it's been a minute. But I feel like, I feel like she's somebody else where like people may have argued at one point like that's how she got famous. She made this pack like real young. Yeah, there's. I, I'm gonna let her take all of the heat for these <laughs> accusations because. She did kind of just get really successful out of nowhere. I saw a tweet recently about a song that was offered to another big artist that Billy ended up getting. Oh, really? And it was, like, very early. And I think the argument they were making was, how did this girl that didn't have a career have the same access that an established pop star had? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, why choose this girl? Nepotism or industry plant. Uh, Oh, yeah, industry plant, I feel like, is kind of, like, basically saying you're Illuminati, but, like, with the layers of New World Order and, like, religiousness, like, stripped from it. Yes, yes. And she definitely was accused of being an industry plant. But I think we also just forget, Billie Eilish was a SoundCloud person, too. I did forget. Did she uh, have, like influential parents or something or i i mean definitely i mean literally if you throw a rock at anybody who got famous like before yeah, they yeah. were like 18 they have rich parents yeah <laughs> it's rich parents or they were on like a reality show so once again like harry styles you know like right oh my god yeah or disney or whatever yeah oh yeah no if you're on disney you definitely have rich parents there's no there's no way your parents were able to take time off work to get you to like audition and do whatever <sighs> no and it's if your general sentiment is criticizing the rich or celebrities, um, yeah, I definitely do think it. Depending like, on which one we're talking about, yeah, I do. I do think there's layers of like misdirected anger. I do think there's a valid criticism of like the elite and like what they receive in response to like what other people get. You know, people always make the complaint of like you know yeah. the rich get free stuff, but like we saw people out here struggling. Completely yeah. fair, valid argument. Uh, you know, I, I I feel like it's just it's misguided in the sense of thinking that these people care enough to like devil worship. Yeah, exactly. To do this, you know what I mean? But I think, I do think that part of, like, why it is interesting to follow these theories is that there is this valid fear and anger, truly. Yeah, it's like something can be directionally correct. You're throwing in the direction of truth, but without 
any tether to logic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you're going in the right. It's, you're going in the right direction, but like wrong strategy. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'm. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, sometimes I'm totally just giving people too much credit. Some people are haters. Some people are racist and just like that is also black true. people succeed oh yeah 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 definitely i think it's even like back to the beyonce point i think so much of it is trying to discredit the fact that like yeah she's worked hard to get to where she is but i also think like you know part of it is again trying to like have something to pin on people because when these people do have influence and i guess mm-hmm. that's like even when it comes down to the religious aspect of like the illuminati and the devil worship and they're trying to make all these things okay it's like you know think about like lizzo is a great example like a lot of people don't like lizzo because it's like seeing somebody like lizzo win means that if your whole identity or self-worth is based on you being somebody with a high metabolism or you're skinny or i went to the gym and lost weight she can do it too because she can be in a position to influence the world to like accept that body type it kind of then becomes promoting something that goes against what gives me like some sort of standing so oh if you are like a famous artist and you can get access to all this stuff it's because you're against us it's i I think you bring up an interesting point that it's always going to be this anti-elitism thing that runs through that then kind of just goes way off course right conservatives love to do that Well, it's, like, the thing about it is, like, what I find so interesting about, like, a lot of those conservative viewpoints is that I I feel like a lot of times it's, like, oh, it's, like, they're promoting obesity. And it's, like, Lizzo is just living her life. She's not telling people to go gain weight or eat fast food all the time. She's a vegan. You know what I mean? She's not promoting obesity. She's just, like, a big person. And also, like, is one person being larger bodied really affecting your life that much i i like laugh at like a lot of viewpoints like that is the worst thing right now that we have awards for black people (laughs) is it like really bad that like we're like oh like less uplift black people you know what i mean or like less make sure that we're giving credit to these people who invented a music genre or like that's like being too pc or like again like lizzo like giving this woman an award means we're rewarding like obesity like she's not unhealthy she's a very active person who can perform on stage for two hours. Half these people are doing what we do and they talk in the microphones and that's their like, that's how they pay bills. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah. I, I think a lot of it is just funny because a lot of those viewpoints are just based on gay people can adopt children. It's totally worse for us to live in a society to have anybody want to give love and care to a child uh, than it is to live in a society where we have kids who are part of a system yeah. and don't get resources. That's that's the better reality, you know? Yeah, of course. And everyone's kind of dealing with increased yeah, inequality. Everyone's stressed. Yeah, everyone's stressed. The It's like the goalpost keeps, keeps getting moved. Yeah. There's no like, baseline for anything. Things anymore. get more expensive. We're not getting any more money, but rent's coming up. Yeah, and that's like, that's like you know, low resources. And I think like with the Illuminati point, what I was trying to say is like, it's not so much resources. It's kind of like those kids who like peaked in high school. Yeah. It's like they always talk about high school and the good old glory days because like that's all they have to tie their worth to. Yeah. So like when you can grow up and move on beyond that and you actually make something of yourself, it makes them feel weaker because then the thing that they could like cash in on is no longer a viable thing. So then they're losing power. So now it's like, 
oh no, I have to find something different because now all the things that I found important, such as like, you know, mm-hmm. in in America, at least like being like religious. or a family structure. Exactly. And yeah. like, that's where a lot of the backlash with like, I mean, we can tie this to critical race theory. We can tie this to all the bills and bans on like, right. you know, reproductive rights equality rights and all that it all comes down to people get scared of living in a world where like your their world is quote harder because they don't have the same quality or the same access that they used to but what is happening in reality is that their access is being put on the same level as the people who they were always above so to them it's less when in reality is everyone getting the same thing? Like, yeah. If your perspective is that you used to have more or that it used to always be a certain type of way, then of course you're going to be scared of it. So you're going to blame it on, yeah. you know, Jews, the rich, the elite. Yeah, that's you know? like a lot to chew on. But I think that like my main point to like keep it from going too far down the rabbit hole is just, it's, it's like we said earlier, it's like people being afraid of what they don't understand and people... Also being afraid of living in a reality that, like, you know, I think, and I think, like, to kind of tie it into, like, present day, it's, like, I think a lot of what has scared people about the past couple years with, like, COVID and, like, what the future holds and, you know, now we're talking about inflation and supply chain is that, you know, a lot of people are freaking out and are having mental health episodes or are having, like, midlife crises because we're all moving into a future that, like, was not what we were promised even 20 years ago at this point. It's that, that fear, baby. It's that, it's that fear, baby. If so. you're scared, call that reverend. Exactly. So somebody somebody has to go down, and if you don't want it to be you, you got to pin it on somebody. So, like, that's how we get this kind of stuff. Right. If you're scared, call Don's mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mom will pray for you, but I promise you we ain't got it either. Okay.